Hello, and welcome to Embolden, Living a Bold Christian Life. I'm Chris Shetter, an ordinary Christian living with and learning about an extraordinary God. This week, we take our final look at the Jesus Mindset, The Patient Teacher. I'm going to start the last look at the Jesus mindset, the patient teacher, with a couple quotes. This one from Luke 2, 46. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And this from author Maya Naidu. The teacher encourages the student morphs. Moth to beauteous butterfly soars. Isn't that beautiful? When God directed me to start the Embolden blog, excuse me, he also led me to a few simple quotes to put on the homepage. I didn't know at the time that one day I'd be using those quotes for this week's study on Jesus and his teaching nature. Of the few quotes he led me to, I included this one by Joyce Meyer. Quote, if you leave church and are not convicted, asking questions or emboldened, then either you are at the wrong church or you weren't paying attention. How many times have you left church and within an hour couldn't remember what the sermon was about? You couldn't even pull up the general topic in your memory. I heard someone say once that we don't go to church to sit and put in our dues to God. It's where we should, one, be rejuvenated for the mission, and two, get more training for that mission. And you see, the second we leave the doors of our God classroom, we should be at the ready to embark on the commission which Jesus gave us in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. When church becomes a place where we leave just feeling like, well, that was nice, that was a great experience at best, or an obligation at its worst, we owe it to our personal faith progression to reevaluate the situation. When I started going to church with my family, we ended up at a large Presbyterian church nearby. The pastor was just what I needed at the time. He was more counselor than teacher, and when I left each Sunday, I felt he had really spoken to the problems I was having and reminded me that God loved me. The sermons were light on scripture, maybe one or two mentioned, and heavy on personal stories. But I soon found that soul message to be not quite enough. I wanted to know more, and the teaching sermons, those were what I gobbled up. As my husband can attest, I'm very curious. He constantly reminds me that I like to ask questions that seem to have no answers. And as a developing Christian, we should all be asking questions about God. If this almighty being is to be the center of our universe, the touchstone for how we live our lives, and the message we herald, shouldn't we know everything we can know? So we are prepared when sin enters our sphere. So we can be prepared when a seeking fellow man starts asking us questions. 
from learner to teacher. That's exactly the path Jesus took. Here's the rest of the scene when Jesus' parents finally found him as a boy in the temple courts. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. That's Luke 2.47. And so I constantly seek to learn more about this awesome God. At the beginning of this year, my husband and I were directed to a new church. My son-in-law and his friend host a Christian men's podcast called Supplement the Faith. If you know any young men in your life that are Christians or questioning Christians, you should send them to that podcast, Supplement the Faith. They had heard on a local St. Louis radio station a show called Core Christianity. The main host is Pastor, Pastor Adriel Sanchez, who unbeknownst to me at the time, was a pastor in my own town. They raved about his sound Christian doctrine and told us we had to go check him out. And so we went. The music, eh, it wasn't my favorite. Very simple and traditional hymns. The style of service was more formal than I was used to. But when Pastor Adriel gave his sermon, I realized I was listening to a teaching pastor. That day, my church program was scribbled all over with notes. In a brief period of time, I've learned a lot from and about Pastor Adriel. He and his beautiful young wife had four little children, and they have another on the way. This young pastor, who has led his fairly recently planted church for only about seven years, can be heard on the radio and on podcasts throughout the world via Core Christianity, which it's a really cool question and answer format. You should tune in. Excuse me. His youthfulness stands in contrast to his calm and confident poise. I recently asked Pastor Adriel if he'd be willing in his busy schedule to talk about his pastoral style. And if you're on a faith journey toward learning more about his word, I really encourage you to tune in to either Pastor Adriel's sermons at North Park Presbyterian or Core Christianity podcast. The questions asked on the podcast might just be something you get asked one day. So I asked him, started out by asking him, you seem to be drawn toward being more of a teaching type pastor than say a counselor type. How do you think that style developed? And Pastor Adriel responded, I have a firm conviction that from the pulpit, my job is to communicate God's word clearly and seek to apply it to the folks that God has entrusted to my care. Teaching or explaining the Bible is really important to me because I know that God's word is the source of life. I do seek to provide biblical wisdom or counsel at times, but often that happens in the context of one-on-one conversations in the church. Next, I asked, who are your favorite Christian authors and pastors? And he said, I love reading Christian classics, St. Augustine's Confessions, Martin Luther's Commentary on Galatians, Calvin's Institutes, C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity. Quite a heady list. He said, I nerd out on church history, so I really enjoy reading the early church fathers. 
As far as living authors are concerned, I like books by theologians like Michael Horton and pastors like Tim Keller. I then asked, what got you involved in doing core Christianity in the podcast? He said, one of my seminary professors invited me to be on a podcast he had hosted for decades called The White Horse Inn. As an aside, by the way, that's also a great podcast. Over time, we started thinking about a new project that would reach a broader audience, helping them to understand the core doctrines of Christianity. A lot of research has come out recently highlighting how little Christians know about their faith, so this was a huge need. Our goal has been to answer basic listener questions about the Bible and Christian life, and in the process, to po point folks to Jesus and his gospel. As we grow in our understanding of God's word, we're enabled to, in love, to love and serve God better. I then asked Pastor Adriel what he liked most about doing his podcasts. And he said, I love the live element. I think it makes the show exciting because we can't really anticipate what kind of call we're going to get. As a pastor, I also love it when I'm able to answer a question for someone and I can audibly tell that they are encouraged by God's word. And of course, I had to ask, what are the most frequent topics you get asked? He said questions related to marriage, assurance of salvation, finding a good church, and how to properly apply God's laws are common for our audience. Depending on what's going on in our broader society, we'll also get questions on current events. And then I asked, what question have you gotten that stumped you? Or what was the funniest question? And he said sarcastically, I've never been stumped. Just kidding. Actually, sometimes we get very obscure Bible questions or questions for which there is no clear biblical answer. I find those questions to be the most difficult to handle. But as far as the funniest question we received, not long ago, someone asked if there were fish on the Ark too. That one made me chuckle. I asked Pastor Adriel, which book of the Bible does he enjoy teaching the most and why? And of course, he said, I find that whichever book I'm preaching through tends to become my favorite book for that season. Believe it or not, I had a ton of fun preaching through Leviticus a couple years back. I also really enjoy preaching through the Gospels. I preached through Mark early in my ministry, and I like to revisit the Gospels from time to time in between other books. I asked, which book seems to be the most misunderstood? And he said, as I filled questions about the Bible, I think one book that's frequently misunderstood is Galatians. Were you expecting that? Many believers don't have a proper understanding of the distinction between the law and the gospel, and they struggle to understand how God's law and various Old Testament commandments are to be applied today. Galatians is helpful because it speaks to this kind of problem. And seeing as how I'm doing a Bible study through the year, I asked him, do you see value in studying the entire Bible, not just the New Testament, and why? He responded, absolutely. Jesus said in John 5 that Moses wrote of him, and in Luke 24, that the entire Bible was about him. The entire Bible gives us a glorious picture of redemptive history. 
And each story in that history is meant to instruct us in one way or another. If you don't study Old Testament, you'll miss out on so many of the riches in the New Testament. And you'll miss out on Jesus as he's revealed in the types of shadows, in types of people and in the shadows of the Old Covenant. I asked him then finally, what are your overall personal goals as a pastor for, say, the next five or ten years? And so sweet, he said, honestly, I just want to be a good husband, a good dad, and a faithful pastor. My goal is to grow in that for the next five to ten years. I want to thank Pastor Adriel for his time in answering my questions, whether it be through a teaching pastor, Bible study groups, or even individual study, Christian authors, a radio show, or Christian podcasts. These days, we have so many resources at our fingertips to get to know God. As Christians, we must make it a priority to place this knowledge of his ways firmly at the forefront of our lives. I'm going to leave you today with this quote from Charles Spurgeon about being a learner and then teaching as a Christian. Quote, he who asks will have. What more did he ask for? But he who seeks will go further. He will find, will enjoy, will grasp, and will know that he has obtained. He who knocks will go further still, for he will understand and to him will the precious thing be opened. He will not merely have the blessing and enjoy it, but he will comprehend it. Have an amazing week. I'd love to hear from you and find out more about how you are living out your bold Christian life. You can find me on Instagram at embolden minus the O or at my blog at embolden.net.